0: Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today's program is called Rivers of Living Water. Let's turn to John chapter 7, verse 37. On that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So let's turn to the scriptures that Jesus was referring to. Isaiah 12, verse 1. And in that day you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. Also Isaiah 44, verse 3. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty, and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my Spirit on your descendants, and my blessing on your offspring. They will spring up among the grass, like willows by the watercourses. Let's turn to John chapter 4, verse 5. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. I want to move down to verse 21. Jesus said to her woman, In John chapter 6, Jesus said that he is the bread of God that came down from heaven and gave life unto the world. Unless we eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, we have no life in us. He said, Whoso eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. When we hear of Jesus' sacrifice, of his flesh for our sins, his great suffering on the cross for us, and his blood that was shed to wash us and cleanse us from all iniquity. And we receive his words, they are spirit and they are life, and repent of our sins and believe him, coming to him as unto a living stone, despised and rejected of men, but chosen of God and precious. We also will be built up in him, established in him. The Apostle Peter said, Repent and be baptized every one of you, For the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We are baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection, crucified with him, a new creature in him. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new in him. Then he will baptize us in the Holy Spirit. When God sent Peter to Cornelius' house, and he began to preach the gospel to them, The Holy Spirit fell on all those who were gathered together, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. They believed the words of life which Peter was speaking, and they were saved, and the Holy Spirit was poured out upon them. Jesus baptized them in his Spirit, and rivers of living water came into their spirits and flowed out of their mouths. Let's turn there, Acts chapter 10. I love this story. Verse 1, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. This is very important that we understand this. He feared God and he was devout and he gave to the Jewish people. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. When the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier. Notice he had a devout soldier working for him, from among those who waited on him continually. So when he had explained all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners, descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed, you must not call common. This was done three times, and the object was taken up into heaven again. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from Cornelius and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, one who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nation of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you, then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day Peter went away with them and some brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And the following day they entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I myself am also a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. Then he said to them, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked then for what reason you have sent for me. So Cornelius said four days ago I was fasting and he explained about the angel coming verse 34 then Peter opened his mouth and said in truth I perceive that God shows no partiality but in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him do you fear him do you work righteousness the word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word, you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him, and we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water? that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Jesus said to the woman at the well, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me to drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given you living water. Are you thirsty? Have you believed in Jesus Christ, and yet you are still thirsty? Perhaps you were told that you received the Holy Spirit when you were baptized, as so many have. Be honest with yourself. Do you have rivers of living water flowing in your belly and out of your mouth? Is there life in your words? Is the Holy Spirit leading you every day and manifesting through you to minister life to others? It is the Spirit that quickens or gives life. Jesus said, The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The flesh profits nothing. It is through the Holy Spirit that you will overcome your flesh. He will lead you every day if you will yield to Him, and you will overcome. It starts with being filled with the Spirit. The Scripture says, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God. And the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So it is the word of God revealed to your heart by the Holy Spirit and coming forth out of your mouth by the Spirit that will minister life to you and to others. And your words will be acceptable to God. For by your words you shall be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned. The Holy Spirit will lead you in prayer to build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in tongues. He will intercede in you and through you for yourself and others. And Jesus will lead you in warfare by the Spirit against the powers of darkness that have you and your loved ones bound up. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. We hear him by the Holy Spirit and he leads us by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will not leave you alone. When I go to the Father, I will send you another Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, and he will be with you always. He said, I will come to you. He said, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you.